We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Football Friday on The Fan. It's a man's game now. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan. All right, our number two starts. Danny Dusty with you. Hope everybody's having a great football Friday. Um, Shaden Sharp is going to be in the dunk contest. We were all hoping for it. I mean, we saw the bunnies right away. I mean, it was apparent, whether it be it um, from his pre-draft kind of highlight videos Mm -hmm. that everybody saw right when he was drafted, like, oh, (laughs) he can jump, to immediately right when he put on a Blazer uniform, he had fireworks with those bunnies, and Damian Lillard has been. Damian Lillard, Lillard has said he has Vince Carter hops. Yeah, Vince Carter has said he has Vince Carter hops. Yikes! So um, I asked Jaden in preseason in Seattle about the dunk contest, and he downplayed it. Pretty like, nah, 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 nah. I think at that point in time he was still uh, kind of scared of yeah. the NBA in general. Like it was a big time adjustment. He played against Maccabi Haifa. And he threw down that alley oop in that game, mm-hmm. and that's when it like not only clicked for him, but the wheels started spinning. I asked him about that game. I'm like, did that dunk? Did that kind of trigger something for you? He's like, yeah, I belong. Yeah, like, that was that was that moment. I was like, dunk contest. He loosened up. This is a week difference mm-hmm. from Seattle the uh, against the Clippers to that game. I asked him again, like dunk contest. He's like. You know, maybe I could be I could be talked into it. I asked Dame and Ant about it, and they both said we're going to pressure him. Like we're <laughs> we're going to pressure him as they should. Um, and remember, both those guys participated with yeah. Anthony Simons winning. Yeah. And the thing is, Ant told me flat out, Shaden is more explosive than he is. Mm-hmm. He goes the stuff he can do off one, off two, and he goes he does he goes I need a runway. He goes, I need to get steps. Like he goes, I don't get me wrong, I got hops. Yeah. But he says, what Shaden can do, Shaden does it in a phone booth. You give him one step and he can get that forty five inch vertical. That's crazy. And if you watch him, he's had a couple putbacks where he's not like running in. He runs in, he stops, loads off two. And I mean he kept a rebound over uh Gobert the other day against Minnesota and got that offensive putback. He beat Gobert to the ball, got down quicker, got back up before Gobert could ever reload. And you're like, oh, oh, he's that kind of special with his with his leaping ability. He's usually just looking right at the rim when he's coming he's in. He's looking down. And so that, the alley-oop that Gary Payton II gave to him against Detroit the other day, that one is one where I looked at it and I said, okay, like – this guy's this guy's different because he hung up there. Mm-hmm. He and floats. That's the crazy part, like the physics of it. I know he's not floating, but it just appears. Levine did, has the same kind of how thing. high he is and just the way his body looks relaxed. Mm-hmm. It makes dunks look cooler yes. too, which I think it, that should not be understated. Is no, that like it's huge? 
This is why Dame didn't win the dunk contest. Because he had short, great stocky, dunks, explosive, and it looks hard. Yeah. It looks hard for him yes. to do it. The effortlessness that that Shaden Sharp has. I'm excited for that. I, I I always like having the local guys in the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. It was cool that when Ant won it, um, I think the dunk contest has lost a lot of its luster. And I think like outside of Portland, if you're looking across, this is one of the problems that the dunk contest has. Yeah, is that they're going to be like, who the hell is Shaden Sharp, a rotation player from Portland, is getting a nod on All-Star Weekend, even though he'll be in the Rising Stars game. Yes, he. that's the other thing is he's not just going for the dunk contest. He will be down there for the Rising Stars game. And, I mean, they haven't announced that yet, but, I mean, we I, can all... I would bet a substantial amount of money. Yeah, he's, he's a lottery pick that's living up to... And he's going to be at the dunk contest. He's going to be in the building. So, if, like... He's going to be down there, but people don't know who Shane Sharp is because he went. Yeah, I went to Kentucky. He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't well, play. It's there. a mystery. Like, nobody knows who this guy is. You might as well put a high school kid into the dunk contest for all. Like most people that are going to be watching All Star Weekend, they won't know who he is. That's part of the problem yeah. with the dunk contest. They need some big names. You need Jaw to, to participate. You need Jaw in it. You Zion I mean, won't. And it, 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 Zion's hurt again. Yeah. yeah. Again, can we talk about that? We can, we can get there. Okay, I'm going to put a pin in that yeah. one because Zion being hurt again is just like this is the world that you got to live in. Yeah, with no, him. he's never going to be healthy. But Shaden Sharp is going to the dunk contest. Jobbing in it would be one. Is that that's a great way to put a little flavor to it? Because Jaw floats too. Um, but then who else? Like, what other stars do you put it? Because like. Bring back Obi Toppin because Obi can dunk. Yeah, but again, that's not a name that a lot of people that's going to draw people in. But he can. But Aaron dunk. Gordon wasn't a name. No, he wasn't. But he had cool dunks and he made a name for himself. Yeah. But if you want to make the dunk contest what it was, you, like, need, you need stars. You need stars. Bronze Bronze not going to do it. He's too far. He's too far gone beyond that, and he's and he's lost so, a little bit. Hey, have we seen the tra- another tangent here that I'm going to have to write down mm. that we have to get back to? Has anybody seen the new trailer for the movie House Party? The new House Party yeah, movie? The, yeah, it's at LeBron's house. They're having, yeah, it's yeah. at LeBron's house. Yeah, it's the biggest ego shot I've, I've I've seen in a while from from any athlete. Although he does make some jokes about himself. Yeah, but we need to make some more jokes about him. Yeah. Okay. But LeBron was afraid to lose of what it would do to his brand. Yeah. Stupid. Which is Nothing. funny. The guy chasing Michael Jordan not doing the dunk contest. Yeah. You know what happened though. Uh, Damian Lillard's brand has been crushed by losing the dunk contest. <laughs> it doesn't happen. This is these people who are thinking of these things is just it's just dumb. It is. It's very political. Because you know what, LeBron could have a dunk that is like half as good as the guy who wins. His his numbers will be higher because he's LeBron. It will influence people because having stars do it. It absolutely matters, right? Uh, Michael Jordan dunking from the free throw line is way cooler than Brent Berry dunking from the free throw line in a in a warm up jacket, no less. It is just one of the things. If LeBron was in it, it would be awesome. So, like Giannis in the dunk contest, he's just so long and lanky. I would love to see him in it, but he doesn't have that explosion like Jaw does. Um, and I, I'm just trying to think of other guys that if you were going to make this thing a big event and you add in some of the young you know guys that can throw down like a John Morant that would make it that much better man i think that the the dunk contest we need to bring it back again it needs to be it needs to be amplified cuz we jumped the shark when we were bringing phone booths out for Dwight Howard and Nate Rob 
we need to make it. Here's the thing. Make it make it a big event. How do you do it when here's your top ten scores in the NBA? Luca, Joel, Giannis, Shea, Tatum, Steph, KD, Donovan, LeBron, AD, Dame. None of those guys are like in-game dunkers. Like Giannis and LeBron, Tatum, but they're not highlight real dunkers. I know. So you've got to go into like the next group, and then you get Zion, who, yeah, Ant Edwards, yes, Anthony Edwards. That's the guy you need in this. You you need an Ant Edwards. Like you start like scrolling down, like a, a guy like Desmond Bain's a phenomenal player, but he's not explosive. Then but then you get like a Jalen Green from Houston, yeah. He's he's uh, listen. He's not a star, but he is a. I'm just sitting there going meh. But he, yeah. but that's the thing is, you look at I the know. stars in the league. Brandon Ingram, like if you're going like the next level of star, mm-hmm. do you care mm-hmm. about him in the dunk contest? No. Yeah. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, no. Like you look at like, no. a lot of young up uh, Jordan Poole, no, no. Like you start looking, there's just not a lot of. Yeah, I think one of our problems though is that like everybody's just it, a three point shooter. Well, yeah, and you have like. The most dominant players in the league right now are like these silky smooth euros. Right? It's like Luca. Luca could could dunk and he could be explosive. He had that monster dunk the other game, but if he wanted to, but he's not a dunk contest. But he's guy. yeah, he's, that's not it. Like you're not putting Jokic in the no. dunk contest. And Giannis, like he's a power dunker. It's not a dunk contest. He's he's modern yeah. LeBron, like the newer LeBron, yeah. like. So you have to go with these younger guys and give them that, that platform. But like Ant Edwards, I think is a he is an explosive power dunker who I think could put some stuff together. Okay. But I will tell you this right now, without knowing the list, Shaden will be the favorite. Well, that's good. He will he like just talking to guys around the league about him. It was funny against Detroit. Uh, James Edwards and Amari Sankofa, two beat writers for the, the Pistons, and they were they were on this trip. He caught that lob, and they were sitting right behind me. And I turned around, looked at him, and they both grinning ear to ear. And they went, Whoo. Yeah. And <laughs> the fact he never looks impressed by anything, no. I think that helps yes. his like, like this is the nothing. explosiveness. It's like he he expects to be Catch freakishly everything. high above the rim. Remember the Lakers. The Lakers dunk the, the putback. Yeah, he had that, and then he had LeBron in in transition, and LeBron made the business decision. Yeah, he's already got a reputation Damn. of being that guy. The retriever, man, the retriever. He's like like we said the other day. Yeah, off the dock. He runs off the dock. Dock he dog. Just, he's up there. He's up there. I love it. And he's got the floppy hair too. Yeah, he's the retriever, mm-hmm. man. Just go and get it. Go and get it. I wish he would have played football. Oh, I bet you he would have been a monster wide receiver. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I would, I would imagine he'd be a mismatch in the red zone. Here's the other thing about him: he has massive dinner plate sized hands. Yeah. Big old dude. He's got the combine measurement had his hands at nine and a half inches. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, huge. Uh, like he's his hands are on the same size of like seven footers. Cool. And he's six four and a half. Um. All right. So uh, Shane Sharp will be in the dunk contest. Uh, Zion's hurt again. Yeah, that's uh, when he plays. He still needs to lose thirty-five pounds. He's I, the, I think he's, that's easier said than done with the, with Zion. Right well, here's now. the thing: like this is the under-discussed part of this. When I when he didn't play before, it's beignets. Well, yes, but he was over three hundred pounds last year. I I, yeah. I I know people that have been around have been around him. Yeah, I've I've watched the video of the four floor flexing when he when when he jumps. Dunk. Yeah. yeah, 
he's at like 285, 290 right now. He's just under 300 pounds. His new contract does have stipulations in it. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. So, but he, he needs to get down to like, he needs to Charles Barkley this thing. He needs to be like 255, 260. To, it's 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 God. The, that would be incredible. Well, ima- imagine him without the excess. His frame can't handle how explosive he is. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's where we're at. But and, and, and we 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 don't we don't need any more of like a a, te- a sample size no, to know that he his frame is just too large. Yes. He's out for if you don't know hamstring strain. He's out for three weeks. Going to be reevaluated in three weeks. Bump it to the six. Basically, or, make it the All Star break. Yeah. Because Devin Booker came back for Christmas and now he's shut down to the All Star break. Soft yeah. tissue. You, you, if you get a hamstring, a legitimate hamstring strain, I was talking to a bunch of the Blazers players about this in the locker room when Book's announcement came out, and they all said, "When you get that that hamstring, shut, yeah. you like you have to shut it down for six weeks. You have to be done. Otherwise, it will linger." Like it was kind of funny. Like around the room, everyone's like, "Yeah, no, it'll go all season if you don't right. take care of it." So he's got to lose thirty pounds. Yes. Think about that. Like you said, he's about 285. And I'm going to be generous here because you said between 285 and 295. Mm. And he needs to be down that 255, 265 range. So if he's on the high end of it, he needs to lose 30 pounds to be on the high end. He 40. needs to lose like 30 pounds yeah. to, to be at a at a weight where it isn't, isn't a concern for him to continually be injured. And it's been not just the same injury. It has been a variety of injuries. And, and that's got to mo- be the and terrifying it's, part. And it's lower body injuries. Yeah. They're, they're piling So... Again, pulling from my own personal experience, not being explosive, but carrying the extra weight. One of the things that they've told me through my knee surgeries and my hip surgeries, like one of the biggest things you can do, for every pound you carry, it is four pounds per square inch of force on your body. So if you're 30 pounds overweight, you're carrying 120 pounds per square inch. Now take that mass and add Zion's explosiveness. Yeah. And think about what that kind of displacement does to his muscles, to yeah. his bones, to his ligaments. And that's why you end up running into these issues. Oh man. That's brutal. That that that's gonna be and that the sad part is this is gonna be his career. It's gonna be something because if that he gets in shape his entire career. He's quite literally unstoppable. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can do with him. Now what does him losing 30 pounds do to that unstoppability? I mean, we hear guys say, you know, he's playing football, we're playing basketball out here. Luke is the... You know, D'Angelo Russell said that. Whining. Yeah. Which is funny because that, that play that he was talking about was probably the cleanest play that Zion had all night. He just ripped the ball out of his hands and just big-boyed him. Yeah, but this is where I, I if he loses 30 pounds, does he have that that bull in a china shop that he's, makes him he's, dominant. He's still that guy. I've I've talked to Zion a few times. I, I, mean, I started talking to him when he was a kid at Nike Hoop Summit. He's been a grown man since he was 18. Like, un, uh, at 18 years old, he was built more sturdy and more strong and knew how to use his body better, better than 95% of NBA players before he played a second in the NBA. That's what makes him special, is that not only does he have that explosiveness, have that power, he knows how to use it. Yeah. Here's the terrifying thing. Luca and Zion aren't that far apart in weight. No, well, Luca got Luca got hammered. Luca's just taller, um, but Luca got hammered for he's being still, fat and out of shape to start last year. Mark Mark Cuban even went after him last year. Look, Huka Doncic is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. He, I know people that cover that team that have so told he me get hurt again too. 
He does. That sucks. But think about how he plays. He's silky. He, well, he's below the rim. Yeah. And he's got he's got the Jokic motor. Yeah. Where he can play forty eight minutes. It's that Balkan motor. Yeah. That these dudes just they can play forever and ever and ever and ever. And Jokic lost like fifty pounds. Yeah. Two years ago, like he's he's much skinnier than he was. He he was sloppy two years ago. Luca's still very sloppy. But you look at how guys, you have, the different types of athleticism, the explosiveness that Zion plays with is not what Luca plays with. What makes Luca special is his deceleration. Luca, there's there's a there's a I won't say the name because it'll get me in trouble. But there's a facility in the NBA that has that does testing on on pro athletes. Or I'm sorry, there's there's a facility in that covers not only NBA but NBA NFL. They help these guys get ready for drafts, and they've got floors with sensors in them. And they can measure guys' excel, decel, mm-hmm. uh, jumping, like displacement. Luka Doncic, of everyone they've ever had come through there, has the highest decel rating they've ever had. Hmm. Why would that get you in trouble to say the name of the place? Just people talking about stuff off record. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but right. um, the that that facility has told me like he, the stuff that he the the numbers that he put up there. Yeah. Is off the charts. Hmm. His ability to come to a... Watching a game, and you can see it. Will come to a full stop at full speed in one step. Like, think about, like, the best defensive backs or the best wide receivers. He's got good hamstrings. That's Yes, and that's the thing, is that ability to do that Mm -hmm. is... That's what separates him. It's a different kind of explosiveness, whereas Zion's displacement is more vertical displacement, and that's where you typically run into injuries. Yep. 503-250-1080. That is the fan... Text line. All right. Um, we got NFL stuff that we need to get to with uh, what is on the line. Week 18. We got games tomorrow in the National Football League Whee! and playoff scenarios. Those um, we will talk about coming up in the third hour of the program. But uh, there's an investigation ongoing in college football. Oh, Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Alien Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. So I hit the road and made my getaway. We discussed uh, Jim Harbaugh's <laughs> not inspiring recommitment to the University of Michigan that says you never know what's in the future, but I expect to be the coach of Michigan next well. year. Oh, wow. Huh. Um, well, now we're starting to learn why there may be a little bit more credence to Harbaugh to the NFL as a notice of allegations was delivered uh, to the Michigan Wolverines by the NCAA yesterday. Uh, the allegations include one level one violation against Harbaugh as well as multiple level two violations. Um, now, 
this is going to be uh, there's a lot that's that's coming out of here the level two violations include that michigan was holding practices with too many coaches on the field contacted two prospects during the extended covid dead period observed practice uh, via a video feed um, i appreciate the sneakiness there i do too i do too um, the level one, though, is a pretty big one because this is was the downfall of USC and why the NCAA came down hard on USC is that uh, Jim Harbaugh lied to investigators when they approached him with the allegations that uh, I think it was an impermissible. He was, bought a burger for somebody. Yeah, it was. An, it's very dumb. An impermissible meal, and then he lied about it, and then they said, "Well, here's the receipt," and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh-oh." <laughs> Which it's all very stupid, but it's the lying part to the NCAA that usually gets you in more trouble. The like, think of it in this way, in these terms: North Carolina invented a major. <laughs> it was a fake class. Yeah, or yeah, they're not a major, a fake class for uh, in, in African American studies that yes. a bunch of athletes took. And there was a whistleblower going, no, th- this is it. And it doesn't know, exist. You know what North Carolina did? My bad. And they said, yeah, we did that. We did that. And then they, they spinned it and they said, but that's more of an issue with accreditation than it is the NCAA. So everybody could have taken that class, but nobody knew it was a real class. Only only the athletic department advisors who were mm-hmm. like, hey, take this one. You'll well, get an A, I yeah. promise. Over here. Yeah. Miami had Nevin Shapiro, who was in prison as a whistleblower, <laughs> saying, I took these guys on my boat. You want to see a picture? Mm-hmm. You want to see me with them? And you know what Miami did? Yeah, we did that. And they didn't get the book thrown at them. Now, the University of Massachusetts had their tennis program, had two girls who had a long-distance uh, like phone line in their mm-hmm. dorm room that they got a bill for, and like, we didn't even know that this thing existed. And the tennis coach said, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And then lied to the NCAA. The, the, these girls didn't use the phone that they were paying for. And they, they just went to their coach. And he's like, I'll take care of it. And then lied. they vacated all of their wins <laughs> because of it. If you lie, they don't like you lying to them. Here's the thing, though. Just be like, yeah, you got me. It was a burger. Come on. It's the NCAA. Go to hell. Yeah. Yes. The, the whole idea of how they operate and this whole parental nonsense, this is them justifying their existence. And, mm-hmm. and schools in general are getting smarter about this and realizing we don't need you. You're useless, especially when it comes to football and basketball. You are a yeah. relic of the past. We are getting away from you. and We don't care what you say. Yeah. And this is where I, I think in the grand scheme of things, what Jim Harbaugh did, it would not have been considered a level one violation you had the no it didn't happen then you bump it up and it becomes more serious and now michigan could move to terminate his contract um which i I mean you go to -to back-to-back playoffs you finally beat ohio state twice so you're kind of humming on the recruiting trail like i'm not sure why michigan would want to do that unless the heat is strong by the ncaa but this is what we see college coaches no bullet to the end chip kelly you bolt to the NFL to kind of protect the program a little mm-hmm. bit and make sure that they're still in good standing and they don't get hit with as harsh of penalties. Um, and you, nobody, everybody's going to be like, yeah, look, he had, a, he had a crack at the NFL. Of course, why wouldn't he go? But when the heat is on, man, the NCAA, uh, I, I, punishing current student-athletes for former student-athletes. The dumbest thing imaginable. Is, is so dumb, as is vacating wins.
um, you need to make it punitive towards the school financially, right? That's where it comes. Which in itself is kind of hilarious. Yeah, it really is. It's like, what are you doing with the money, NCAA? Yeah, except for, yeah, as this texture points out, Kansas basketball, though. Uh, how how Bill Self has survived this is mind-boggling. There's a lot. That's, there's a lot of coaches. The Sean Miller man, Sean, Sean Miller was on tape mm-hmm. giving DeAndre Ayton the bag. What are we doing here? Okay, <laughs> so if a cheeseburger is Jim Harbaugh's undoing, that's going to be wild. But if you lie, you get your problems. That's where the problems happen. And again, the NCAA can go to hell. They really can. I I love the fact that the. Colleges and universities, uh, conferences, they're wising up. Like, we have more power. We have more money. Yeah. They're like, they, in 10 years, they will have nothing to do with basketball or football. So, here's the thing, though, is that Bill Self, whether it's Bill Self or Sean Miller or anybody, rarely do they lie to investigators and that's what they get caught with because a lot of these things are he said, she said type deals. Yeah. Harbaugh's caught in this. The last person that that's, was caught with this as a head coach was Kevin Ollie at, at, at UConn. Oh, yeah. And he, he ended a short up... short tenure. Yeah, he ended up getting the boot uh, there. And they they played for... Did he win a national title there? I think he stepped in for Calhoun right after. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think he was assistant on Calhoun's staff. Kevin Ollie in 2018... That was the last one that was popped with this. Um, at least the mo- the most notable Division One coach to get popped with the uh, misleading investigators, and like that's what you can say. Like, was Kansas lying through their teeth with Bill Self? Yeah. Was Arizona with Sean Miller? Uh, yeah. Was insert program here? Yeah, yeah. They're they all are, but they weren't caught, and Harbaugh was caught uh, lying, and then. Uh, that's what the NCAA doesn't like. So this is where we are with Jim Harbaugh. Your new Carolina Panthers head coach, probably. <laughs> oh, Which job, if you're Harbaugh, you, now if you're these NFL teams, this is great news for you because now you don't have to offer $20 million a year. You could probably, you could probably start the bidding a little bit lower little on lower. Harbaugh now. Because yeah. he doesn't have the Michigan leverage? Well, yeah. It's like uh, he, he, he no longer is the, I got a good gig. Everything's going well here. Wrong. No. Now you can uh, you can adjust that twenty million dollar and say, hey, we're not going to pay you pay you Belichick money. How about what your brother makes? How about if we give you fifteen? <laughs> I if I'm Harbaugh and I'm leaving for the NFL, I don't want anything to do with Denver. Okay. Do you? With uh, oh, you mean Denver with no draft picks, a quarterback who's lost the locker room? No. Yeah. No. no. I'm good in salary cap hell. And a, especially the first two years that you're going to be there, you'll be in and a brand capital. new owner who you don't know which way they're going to go with stuff. Yeah, yeah, hard pass. But maybe you get a discount at Walmart. Where Harbaugh he, does love khakis. Where he used to buy his khakis. Yeah, and then he got a Lululemon deal. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, Lululemon khakis. The joggers. Once you go, once you, no, well, once you go, yeah, either one. But like you get their joggers, great, love mm-hmm. the joggers. But if you get like their pants, oh, they're the greatest pants ever. I haven't gone to their pants. They're yet. fantastic. I, I don't, I don't go to them very often. But uh, when I get them from a, a gift from my wife, which 
I don't I I cringe to think at what her Lululemon bill is annually. Uh, but I've seen my wife's Nordstrom credit card. Trust me. Gosh, um, Lululemon pants are good. They're stretchable, breathable, great for golf. Mm, Since uh, athletic companies started making like suits or, or yeah. normal clothes that aren't yeah. athletic, it, it has been just a glorious transition. L- little stretch, it's little nice. stretch. Yeah, I'm literally sitting here wearing sweatpants. Yeah, that's 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 fine. Don't you worry. could be wearing khakis and they'd feel like sweatpants. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's so the move good. I gotta make. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Somebody get Cooley on the line so we can get a deal going. All right. Um, and so that's Jim Harbaugh's khakis. Wee. Uh, you expect him to be in the NFL next year? Yeah. I do, too. With, I, with, the, with everything else, the fact that he interviewed on signing day with the Vikings last year, and then this year, he's already there's already the, the smoke around yeah. Carolina, Denver, and now this comes out. Yeah, Harbaugh gone. Well, and, and Harbaugh, he just can't stay anywhere for too long. Yeah. He true, can't. He's just, he's just not who he is. <laughs> and he, he listen, he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish in Michigan. You go out, yeah. you beat Ohio State. You get them back, like where, like get them back to the glory days. Like Michigan's back. Yeah. Like mission accomplished. Is it? Am I weird in that I I like Michigan? Is that as, weird? As far as what? I I just like I like the Michigan. This is not Tom Brady related. I know everybody's gonna say, oh, yeah, Tom Brady. No, I I like I lo- I've always liked their helmets. I love their look. I Michigan love, is my my uh, games, my other team. When games are in the big house, I like watching it on TV. Yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing. I don't know why. I like Michigan. It probably is I can because tell you I don't like Ohio State too. Which I when I watch an Ohio State game, I'm like, mm, I'm I'm out. I'm 100 percent with you. I can tell you that was my but reason is I don't like Ohio State and Charles Woodson is my second favorite college yeah. football player of all time. But there are players at Ohio State that I probably like more than like Michigan guys, like Marvin Harrison Jr. Love him. C.J. Stroud, I really like. Well, you don't have to worry about Marvin at Ohio State much longer. Yeah, because apparently uh, there's gamblers that are saying that there's a lot of buzz for him to go to USC. (laughs) Weird. Um, And just wait till that tampering one comes out. Whoa. Wee! That bill is going to be huge. (laughs) Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Okay, five zero three. 250-1080. 250-1080. That is the fan tech sign. Uh, I love this. Oh, oh, Michigan's cheating again. Watch out, Western Michigan Tech. <laughs> They're about to get the death penalty. <laughs> now that is very NCAA. We got the worst day on the web coming up next. First, Schultz with SportsCenter. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. We have the worst day on the web today. We do, and it comes from us from the wonderful silly city of Milwaukee. Ilgonquin for the good land. Yes. So this is from ESPN. This is uh this is the most Milwaukee Brewers thing I think I've seen in a while. You're wrong. A man passed out in the bushes outside the Brewers Stadium after a game, and upon awaking, entered the team's clubhouse. Again, passed out in the bushes outside Brewers Stadium, and upon awakening, entered the team's clubhouse and stole electronics, a credit card, team memorabilia, and other items. Oh, a credit card. According to a criminal complaint. All right. How old was, how old is the man? 25 years old. Okay. Prime. All right. Prime. I got, okay, I got this. Pick it up okay. and I'm putting down. This, okay, first of all, team's named the Brewers, so of course a drunk guy's breaking into your stadium. Two, this had reeks of him and his buddies 
down at uh, at the local bar. They're all sitting there like, oh, don't you know it? You ain't going to be able to break into there, Bobby. And he goes and he breaks into the Brewers Stadium and he's like, probably like, hey, I'm in, text into the group. They're like, prove it. He's like, what do I do to prove it? Uh, shaving kit. That'll work because uh, he's hammered drunk. I don't know how the credit card gets into this. Who leaves their credit card in the clubhouse in the off season? That's a weird move. Uh, what else did he take? He took a he, – uh, Let's see. Um, he took a, a credit card, a shaving kit. said items taken from his office included a laptop, iPods, oh, headphones, oh. a passport, and a credit card. Oh, boy. Uh, a jersey and a shaving kit were taken from manager Craig Council's office. An equipment <laughs> manager said a game-used hat, an autographed bat, a 45-year anniversary 1982 signed bat. Who knew that these things were just laying just around the Brewers there. Clubhouse? A, now, the passport and the laptop, that's too far that's for too the far. drunken raid. A replica World Series ring and keys to the team's Arizona Spring Training Facility were stolen from his office. He's like, you know what? I'm going to need these. We're going to Arizona. <laughs> the man then ordered an Uber to take him yeah, home. His course. roommates told detectives that the man showed up early on September 9th with a duffel bag stuffed with Brewer's memorabilia, the complaint said. Investigators recovered most of the items from the man's apartment. Okay, wait. Whoa. Okay, what bushes was he found in? I like what I'm assuming is that like in the the way that it started, you have me thinking like he is just like stumbling out of uh, the the Brewer Stadium, and then just like here's a bush, boom, falling in. But he actually got an Uber home, went inside, put his bag of stolen memorabilia back inside, and then somehow landed ended up in a bush. No, 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 no. This is how it started. He was not found in the bushes. They found him later. I'm guessing probably security footage or the Uber. <laughs> Don't use Uber to commit crimes, folks. Oh, man. This is this is the, the way to go, Milwaukee. I mean, this, this, is, this is a very Milwaukee story. Wow. Okay. Um, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, that guy. Also, their security there sucks. It sure does. He was in there, it sounds like, for a Rooting while. Rooting around for a while. Yeah. I mean, the man stole a bat, a bunch of jerseys, some keys, a laptop, like, stuff. Man. I kind of liked it better in my brain when he was, like, a drunken bet that made it less serious than, like, he actually went in there and was like, laptop, passport, this guy kind of looks like me. I'm I'm sure he probably stumbled. He probably hammered drunk. Yeah. Was like, I'm going to go get some stuff. Give me some stuff. And he went in there, he grabbed a duffel bag, and he was like, yeah, that'll do it, and just kind of shovel it in. You think like this? This whole plan was hatched in like uh like in June, early June at a day game where he's like, I could get in through that door. Like, look at that, look at that gap in the fence. I can definitely fit through that. That plan was hatched the moment he woke up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when that plan was hatched. Oh man, well, um, those legal bills are going to be very expensive. Well, Milwaukee, so. Not, not like Chicago or L.A. or New York legal bills. Well, cost yeah. of living in Milwaukee is a little bit cheaper. And if you're breaking in in the middle of the night to the Brewer Stadium, you you, you probably got the public defender anyways, probably. you know? I'm not going to lie. I mean, He is living with his roommates. <clears throat> well, there's a lot of people that have roommates. I'm just saying. He's 25. Yeah. 25. Yeah. I mean, I was living with some people I grew up with when I was 25. No, I'm not against it. I'm just saying I remember that time and there was not a lot of money. <laughs> No, that's <laughs> thus the signed pass. Yes. <laughs> I can make money on this. 
Uh, all right. Well, um, that man, he's going to have uh, quite the hangover. Uh, yes, he's also, his name is Undisclosed. That's a weird name. Yep. And the Brewers have declined to comment, probably because their security is so lax. Yeah. Yo, do you think they go uh, catch me if you can and they hire him as like a security oh, detail? There you go. Come full circle. Yeah. Find out the weaknesses in their armor. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say the armor was pretty when, weak. When I found out that the FBI hired uh, the catch me if you can mm-hmm. guy, I was like. He was their leading fraud guy for like 30 years. It's a really good move. Frank Abagnale. Yeah. That's his name. And he was so far ahead of everybody. Very else. alarming. <laughs> he was. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. I wonder how much of that was actually true. That movie. That, because that part of it is very true. I actually know some people that worked in those departments. What part? That his name was Frank Abigail? No, or? no. The the uh, you know, working yeah. as. Yeah, he, I know he, that, but I'm I'm talking about like the movie itself. Like some of that stuff is wild, man. Uh, the stickers kind of stuff that he did with the floating the checks. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. But like the the the, the, the stories... back and forth with Tom Hanks because I'm almost I'm... catching him. Yeah. yeah, like how many times? Like, dude, whoever Tom Hanks's guy is, he should be fired, not get a promotion for, in, and then hire him. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about, bro? This guy got out from under your nose so many times. Like, you should not be like, hey, you know what this guy is? What a great detective he is. We're going to give him a promotion. Yeah, hire him out of jail. Go ahead. He'll help you along. No. Do you ever think about, like, if you went back in time, how easy it would be to be a criminal? <laughs> Seriously. No, you're you're right. It, it, it wouldn't no, be. I don't think about that. You guys, you guys do often? Uh, uh, regularly. Every time I sit on the toilet. Right. I've thought about going back and like being wow. one of those Vegas scammers and then being hired by the casinos. Because same thing they did as the yeah. FBI. They hired all those blackjack and uh, slot scammers and just said, hey, sit up here and tell us what you're doing. Look, yeah. It's well, they a also great... killed some of them, too. So you have to be careful of that. Well, that's uh, yeah, you're, yeah, that's true. I left that part out. That's a good point, though, Danny. Mm. It's a good point that you raise. Uh, <laughs> scamming Vegas? Not, not nearly as quite as it's, safe as scamming the government, actually. Especially back in the day. Yeah, no, you just disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Nice hike in the desert. Um, all right. Uh, maybe I'll start thinking about what it would have been like to have been a criminal back then. I mean, you would think it's that, fun like... It's to think about. You could you could sure. blow into Surprise, Arizona, out there in Tombstone, and be like, I'm oh. Monty McCutcheon. I thought we were going back to uh, stealing the spring training uh, keys and <laughs> trying to get in from the Brewer Stadium. But yeah, just going out and they, they didn't know you, what fingerprints were. Well, no, you could be you could be whoever you wanted to be. Ah, see, yeah, yeah. Ah. Talk, talk like this, come on, yeah. Stick them up, pal. Yeah, that'd have been cool. I guess that'd have been really cool. Like, like think about that. How easy that would have been. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Uh, it it is. It is. They didn't call it the Wild Wild West because people were following the rules. So <laughs> it would have sucked to live back then, though. There's a lot of things that it's like, yeah, you could have robbed everybody. That's cool. Did you ever watch that movie, A Thousand or A Million Ways to Die in the West? But you're also dying of dysentery. That's, yeah. There's so, so, so <laughs> many ways for you to die in that time. Uh, but, you know, you'd live like a king in the 1800s. Yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, the pilot part was true. He rode in the jump seat several times, but admitted if he ever would have been asked to uh, take control of the aircraft, the jig was up. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. All right. Uh, that, that, Frank Abigail, that, that everybody. Okay. Uh, ooh. See, this is now we have a time machine text coming in. Mm. You know, 
you'll only be able to travel back to uh, the poor when the time machine is invented in, in time. I don't know what that means, but the time oh, machine... Oh, get out of here, time continuum people. What's that? Are we talking about time continuum people? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. So oh. you build a time machine, now you can only... Two minutes later, you can only go two minutes back to the time that it was built. Now, get out of here. I don't know what that. uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, We're going back to the future time machine style. Okay. Yes. And I don't want to go. I don't. I don't think I want to go backwards. Send me forwards, but don't get. Don't send me. Go send me forwards, and then I'll. I'll come back, and I'll do the 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 whole. You don't want to go back and kill Hitler. Uh, no, I mean, if there was somebody, to, uh, I would kill him. I would, if I was there. If I had the opportunity. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Go kid and kill him. <laughs> like, sure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you don't want to go back in time? Like, you like, like, a simple one. Like, yeah. post. Malone. You know, no. Oh. I was like, I was going to say, like, you know, late, late 80s, early 90s. Put, yeah. You know, I don't know, $5,000 on an Amazon stock. Sure. Pepsi. <laughs> I'm so simple. Absolutely. I'd want to do the sports almanac thing. That, I mean, that's yeah. a fun I, that, one too. I would literally want to do that. Yeah. I'm just so stupid and just give me money, give me money. That's Buy Bitcoin do. when it was like 13 cents. Yeah. Well, see, we had the opportunity to do that. But we I'm saying, like, but like, but even something simple like that, like, I want to spend a hundred dollars on Bitcoin when it was like less than one cent. I'll and, tell you what I'm. And, and now you're worth 35 billion dollars. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to take a time machine back to Columbus, Ohio on Saturday night right when that kick is going on and just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just take a bunch of bets like bet you misses this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Talk about dangerous. You might that's where you might die. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, 503-250-1080. Speaking of uh, sports almanac and betting, uh, Jordan Spieth, um, he doesn't want to hear about your bets. Danny and Dusty on the fan. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Got out of town on a boat from the Southern Islands. Sailing the reach. All right, the PGA Tour uh, kicking things off with the Tournament of Champions. How is golf starting already? The, uh, because they go to the warm weather places. Oh, that's right. right. Like they're in they're in Kapalua, Hawaii, the plantation course, mm. where uh, former fan employee, sales bro, uh, Ryan Iverson, he hit a hole in one on a par four at the plantation course, like a, a couple of months ago. Uh huh. You're kidding. Cut the corner. Yeah. He bombed it around the corner. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he he knocked in a hole in one. Because that's like 340, isn't it? I don't know how far it is. I, I think I know the hole you're talking about. It cuts the corner, and then down the hill. It's a dog leg right. right? But he he not. It was like uh, he went viral for it, and that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um. So Ivy, kudos to you. But um, they are there. The PGA Tour off and rolling. You've got a. Uh, Colin Morikawa is the leader, nine under par. But the only reason why I want to talk golf right now is because Jordan Spieth humanized himself. Which you didn't think was possible. Uh, He has some moments where you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, be cool. But then there's other times where you're like, I like Jordan Spieth. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. You know, a lot of relatable stuff, like when he's trying to cover up his bald spot, which sucked. It's like... A lot of people can relate to you. Uh, let your personality shine. And he did. He did in the best way possible because he had 
a little bit of a like a little nice bunny putt, like four footer, and he's a professional golfer, and he's lining up, and it's a little e- nice easy putt. He drains it. He walks over to two bros that are sitting on on the ropes right outside off the green and goes, "Hey, guys, can you just not talk about your bets while I'm putting?" <laughs> Dude, this audio is fantastic. I, I I don't know how well you'll be able to to hear it, but you have to have that that understanding. I wanted to set the whole thing up before you hear because he drops his putt and then it's really cool because the guys just start laughing. He's like, "No, it's all good." Like, but these guys are gambling as live as, as he's putting. And he's like, "Guys, come on, man, take a listen." I appreciate the exchange of money. I'd be doing the same thing. I could just hear you gambling right off the back of the green. Sorry, all good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'd be doing the same thing. Come on, can can, can we just wait until I, I'm I'm done or do it before yeah. I, I walk up to the ball? <laughs> Which I, mean, I love that from Jordan Speed. Listen, every one of us has ever golfed has looked at our buddy and go, 10 bucks, you missed this putt." Yeah, but I love these degenerates are sitting there while pros are doing. Betty misses it. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, and well, let me tell you, I I know some guys that have done tour events and stuff like that they are oh hell they yeah. are betting on the course yeah. <laughs> but again there's a there's a uh level of respect here you don't yeah. do it when he's over the ball <laughs> those two guys just having a good time you're at a p that would be an awesome like that'd be low-key awesome dudes weekend you go get the boys rounded up and you do like a dudes weekend you go to hawaii you're going to Kapalua. You're watching an awesome tournament. That'd be great. Be, uh, I want to do that. You could do that with like you bring the family down there, and then you're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna mosey on up to the tournament for a day or two. That'd be that's a, that's a good one to go to. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's Hawaii. Yeah, love Hawaii. I do. All right, 503-250-1080. Uh, hour number three, we've got a ton of NFL that we've got to get to. It is week 18. There is a ton on the line. Who's playing? Who's not? All of these questions are still up in the air um, as we head into the final week. Plus, uh, in hour number three, we now know who to blame in something that will be, and I'm telling you right now, it will be a major issue at the national championship game on Monday night. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.